Welcome to the unexplainable, unpredictable podcast extravaganza. The most amazing podcast in the world. Hello folks, it's old Dilbert Dillweed, we're here for you, we're gonna sing you a little song about life. Welcome back to episode two of the unexplainable, unpredictable podcast extravaganza. I am your host. You can refer to me as Mr. Anderson. I am glad to be on this journey with you today. And let's get this thing started. I've been through a lot of ebb and flow of church politics, ideas, and movements. Some have been good, but several have not. From my perspective, they have been the complete opposite. I've seen a lot of bad out of the evangelical church. A lot of hurt, abuse, corruption, and greed. And that sounds great, doesn't it, guys? Yeah! No, it doesn't. doesn't sound good at all. Um, I am now 34, and I have not been to a you know church service much, maybe once or twice over the past... Uh, two years, and then beyond that, the past four, we've attended some, but we kind of always slink back out. Um, I would go for a while, and ultimately, I would get really frustrated, and I would get really disconnected from, quote, unquote, the assembly, and then I would start getting guilty because in my mind, I'm thinking of that scripture that you always hear about, do not forsake the assembling together and you know that that is hard but what do you do when the assembly is just it's not what it's meant to be um and i think since the pandemic hit um i think a lot of people have kind of been through that when they weren't even 
able to go back to church anymore. And they were like, maybe that part of their lives just kind of sunk away and they really didn't miss it. Um, I'm sure they miss some things. Um, and I do miss several things, um, several connections, you know, having that community together. But a lot of times I felt fake. I felt like I was always putting on some type of mask to be ultra spiritual or, or ultra holy, or at least give off that appearance. But really I was going through a lot, um, spiritually, mentally, physically, with my job, with my family, going through huge transitions. Um, And then I started finding myself connecting more with people that I worked with um, and having really deep conversations that I hadn't had ever much with people in church. Sure, you would find that person from time to time. and But then those people, a lot of times they would, be like you they kind of just fade out and you really would lose connection um and it was weird to me that i was having these conversations with people that quote unquote were not born again they were not saved and that in itself was you know that is kind of a shocker because how can they have these thoughts and how can they do that if they're evil if they're bad. And really that's a lot of my thinking growing up was that if you are not in the church, if you are not a Christian, then you have been turned over to basically an evil mindset and the evil mind. And that you don't associate with those people. You cannot be with those people because those people will ultimately turn you against God. But a lot of the people that I talked to, were very much so like me. A lot of them had been very much so hurt by church. And statements like, some of the worst people I know are Christians. And I really took those to heart and be like, dang, like, that's a pretty harsh statement. And, you know, what what is going on there? Um, and a lot of them had extreme questions about stuff in the Bible um, about you know salvation, about God, about these things. But when they went to ask these questions to people that were connected to the church, they were just cast off to the side. And the dogma of the church, you can't do that. You cannot ask questions beyond surface questions. It's whether you believe or you don't. And if you don't, then you just have to wait. Um, because in, in my faith, my connection with God is much deeper than what people, you know, question, because that's part of the whole thing that is wrestling with your, your faith. And even, you know, Jacob wrestled with God and there's a whole story about that, you know, and it's not in one and like, you just wrap your mind around that, that he wrestled with God. He was injured, but you know, it's like he ultimately did not give up. And I think that's a lot of us is the church is scared to wrestle with God because they think God's going to throw them into the pit of hell, to be honest with you. And that kind of, you know, it shows to me that the church is not 
as we know it, built on love like it should be. Um, it is on unstable ground. It's built on a house built on sand. It's not built on the stone. It's built on sand. And so any little thing that comes to question this or that, it it shakes those people. And that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the way it is. But it is right now. Um, and a lot of that, too, the church has lost its eyes. It's lost its compassion. Um and I am chief among those sinners. I was one of those people for many years that condemned people with no compassion and did not have eyes to see that some people are not going to go to hell, but are actually going through hell right now. And it would take something that I know that everybody else went through and nobody else saw coming to really kind of get my heart to soften back up. Um, and I like to call it the great pause. And we all know it as, you know, COVID-19. Um, it's something the world needed and the church needed. How we do church will change and it should change. But what should not change is the message of Christ. It is a simple, lowly message. So let's think about that. A God that was there with the God at the beginning of our world. And the Word was with God. The Logos was with God. And we as Christians believe that was Jesus. He became flesh like us. He became a human. But then he was not like a king. He was born into the poorest of poor in a place where nobody thought anything good could ever come from. But then he had to run away to Egypt, and then he came back, and he lived a know-nothing life for 30 years. He wasn't an influencer. He wasn't a preacher. He wasn't the pastor of a church. He was nobody. He literally lived with his family, got splinters in his hands, and had to work for food. He was a carpenter. He was not some magician on the side of the road, nothing like that. Nothing spectacular, a nobody. Um, but that's quite opposite of what we are seeing today, especially in Americanized church. And it's more or less capitalization of church. But Jesus was influenced by the people that he did carpentry for, that he made tables for, chairs for. And he also was influenced by Egyptian culture, Greek culture. And the people that he came in contact with made his heart love them. And it created a connection with us that can never be broken. He, the Bible says it in a way that he bears everything that we bear and that he understood everything that we understand as humans. So there is no disconnection. Um, and he did that so he could die. So we would know that this is the way that we need to live. This is how we need to treat each other. And the Bible says, No greater love than this, than a man will lay down his life for his brother. So in me saying this, if you are struggling with your faith, 
and what to believe, you are not alone. We all are. Do not get caught up in the church culture bullcrap. It's just a distraction. If you are like, I just can't stand all the pastors and all the youth pastors and all the posts and all the like and all the Facebook and say, hey, look at me. Don't get caught up on all that because Jesus didn't like all that stuff either. That's why he came as a carpenter. And the same thing that they were getting caught up in is what we are getting caught up in. And it's pride. And it's say, look at me. And then we forget all the simple stuff in our life. Um, I'm reminded of the story of Peter when he is in the boat and he sees Jesus across the way and it's storming and it's raining and it's pouring down rain and there's thunder and there's lightning and the waves in that sea were just crashing up and down and it is very bad. So that reminds me of the chaos of the world and the church the way it is even now of all the politics inside of church. And Christ is calling out just to say, hey, focus on me. Focus on the truth. Focus on my love. Even if you get lost and you fall down in those waves, he's going to find you. Just keep your eyes up. And I think God is calling us back to that way. And I believe there is a reformation taking place and that it must be taking place and it has to take place. And... For me, that's what's unpredictable.